Unveiling the Essence, Exploring the Depths of Lucius Lyron's Journey. Today is November 16th, 2023. I am your host, Lucius Lyron. Today we will explore who I am and why you would want to tune into this podcast as I share my stories, knowledge, on the path to enlightenment of self and the source. For those of you tuning into this podcast show today, you may know me, while others who are tuning in may not. Either way, I'm very excited that you are here with me today. So let's dive deep into you getting to know me and my mission. So, beautiful people of Earth, I am Lucius Lyron a recording artist, author, actor, and philosopher. In the months ahead, leading into 2024, I'm excited to share with you not only new music, but also a children's book, a spiritual erotic romantic novel, and online courses all crafted to guide individuals towards self-love and inner peace. Okay, so allow me to backtrack a little bit and share my humble beginnings. (laughs) So I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, and I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, My parents were a part of ministry. Uh, especially my father, he was part of ministry. Um, he was a youth pastor since mm, I think I was like maybe three, between the ages of three and five. And then eventually he um, became like an associate pastor. So growing up was involved heavily with uh a lot of church stuff, been to all the different revivals that happened back in the 90s. I don't know if you guys remember all that stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, went to a lot of, like I said, the um, uh, healing re- revival conferences and stuff. Uh, Benny Hinn and... Um, Azusa Street revival. So seen a lot of stuff growing up. And then once I once I got a little bit older, I would say about the age of twelve. I remember at twelve I had I, I was always into uh mysteries. Uh I love a good mystery. And I also was a huge fan of the uh, Goosebumps, what's it called? Goosebumps series. <laughs> yeah, Goosebumps. And, uh, you know, I read a few of those books. It was always like, you know, I used to go to the school library and, and check those books out. Like anything that had to do with like mystery, I was I was on it. So. So, yeah, I was into mystery mystery and I had uh, wrote actually a kid's uh, 
mystery adventure book. And uh, that was a lot of fun doing that. And then once I got to about the age of 15, um, I started to write like little sketches for, uh, for like the youth group at, at the church I was going to at the time. So I did that and that pretty much that, you know, around that age, about 15, 16, uh, led me to get into, uh, acting. And so I, I got into acting in high school and, um, it was really because of my, uh, English teacher at the time, who was also the drama, uh, teacher and director, uh, at the school. And so, you know, big shout out to Mrs. Krogan for inspiring me to be an actor because, uh, I was kind of, uh, <laughs> I was kind of a class clown a little bit, <laughs> me and my buddy, we, we, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> I got to know, just, uh, you know, just did silly stuff in class and, and everything. But I remember I was, I, th- I think what I, 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 we had an assignment on writing a poem. I remember I wrote this poem and she read it and she was like, you know, you're, you know, a really good writer. Um, but you also will probably be a really good actor since you, you know, like to joke around and and uh, <laughs> be silly in class. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be an acting nerd, be a thespian. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, I had signed up to be part of the uh, crew. Um, it was a, uh, I'm trying to remember what was the name of this play that I ended up um, being a crew for. I don't know. I think it was like a PA or something like that. I was just, you know, helping out, you know, behind the stage. And then the play uh, To Kill a Mockingbird came up and uh, I had auditioned for that play and ended up um, getting the the part. And so from there, you know, that, that really sparked my whole kind of um, love for acting. And then, um, and then I, I did like a ton of plays my senior year and, um, you know, got into all that kind of stuff. So that was fun, but I did um, venture into uh you know, modeling and acting at a young age when I had got discovered at the mall when I was like about 16. So that was, um, that was a pretty interesting time because I wasn't even trying to even be in the uh, entertainment industry at all. You know, I honestly thought I was going to be a lawyer <laughs> ever since I was like a kid and I saw uh, a few good men. I was like, yeah, I think I could do that. I could be a lawyer you know, telling people they can't handle the truth. So, <laughs> but I guess in a sense, I don't know, I'm kind of a, a spiritual lawyer, I guess, <laughs> you know, trying to share, you know, different truths and perspectives with people. So um, <laughs> I guess in some way 
kind of a lawyer, but not really though. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, ended up leaving St. Louis when I was 19. I had saved up money, fixed up my car and traveled to Los Angeles. And that was a, a real cool journey and experience, you know, going across the country at a young age. And, and, you know, I just knew that it was meant for me to live in California because when I was a kid, like I would have dreams about living in California and I would never forget. I had went out to California to go uh, visit before I had moved out there. And there were things that I saw in my dream that I ended up like passing by uh, while driving. And, and so that was that was real trippy at the time because, you know, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with any kind of, you know, spirituality or anything like that, you know, um, grew up very religious. So, um, I, you know, didn't even really have that, um, perspective. So, um, yeah. So once I, once I got out there and I really just fell in love with California, I was like, yeah, this is, this is where I need to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. So, after I had got back from um, from visiting California, um, I can't remember if it was if it was like a few months later. I feel like it was like a few months later is when I ended up uh, leaving. So I left and got there, and and I had uh, at the time I had a, a manager. And uh, I was, you know, going out auditioning just like any other actor and stuff. And and I had eventually uh, found success in um, in acting. But um, I actually took a a step back. And I kind of sacrificed my uh, acting career for a while because the uh, I met I met this guy. And he had told me something that I thought was very significant at the time. And he was like, you know, if you if you want to be a successful actor, uh, learn the whole business, because when you know the whole business, then you won't you know, have to worry about, uh, you know, people getting over on you and you start to have more of a, a of an appreciation for like the production process of everything, you know, cause you know, coming in as a, like a young actor, you're just like, I'm just going to act and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, have all these great contract deals and stuff. But then once you like really get into the business, you're like, Oh, okay. This is like a whole nother beast. So let me, uh, <laughs> let me, you know, uh, get prepared for this. So, um, so yeah, so that was like a whole, whole thing. And then, um, kind of fast forwarding from there, from my whole, um, you know, acting experience, uh, which, you know, like I said, I, I had success. I actually was in a film 
that ended up being on Netflix, uh, I think back in like 2010, it was on Netflix. And, um, and so that was cool. It also went to like a few like film festivals. Um, but that journey, uh, led me to becoming a YouTube comedy star, uh, with this uh, viral sketch of Curtis Cartwright on Captain Crunch. And <laughs> that sketch uh, honestly paved the way for some opportunities in the music industry. And so um, as a hip hop artist, um, I had a single called Hey Shorty that had found uh, some local success and it aired on Power 106 in Los Angeles. Uh, and it was also nominated at the Hollywood Music Media Awards for uh, Best uh, Rap Song. So that was pretty cool. I, I, I remember when, when I got the email about that, um, and I think they sent out the letter too. And I was like, wait, what? So that was actually kind of cool. And, um, and so, you know, from there, you know, having my whole career, you know, in, in acting and, and, uh, also had a production company as well. Um, I had started my production company like in 2006. So I had a lot of success. I had had a deal with HBO, had a deal with Comedy Central um, in 2007. And then the writer strike happened. And this was like the first big like writer strike that had happened. And this writer strike lasted for three years, lasted for a long time. Um, but, you know, honestly, what saved Hollywood um, after that whole three year writer strike was actually Marvel. So uh, shout out to Marvel for saving Hollywood. <laughs> I feel like Marvel's even saving Hollywood now <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. it. What was it? Uh, I think it was Thor and Iron, Iron Man. I think they both came out in 2010. I, I'm pretty sure Thor did. I don't know about Iron Man. Iron Man may have, may have came out maybe a year prior to that, possibly maybe Oh nine. But, um, I, I know those two movies came out very closely around the same time. So while that was happening and, you know, we, like I said, it was a whole three years and in 2008, you know, we had a whole lot of stuff going on. You know, the, I think the housing market, uh, I think it was the stock market too as well. It was like a, a lot of stuff going on in uh, 2008. So for me, uh, that is when I started to uh, kind of jump back into my, uh, my spiritual self because um, it was December of 07 and it had been like a few months after um, we had went on strike and everything. And I, I remember I had this dream and, uh, it was a dream of, uh, my grandmother, uh, who had passed away when I was uh, 16. And, uh, I was very close with her too, as well. And so she came to me in a dream and, you know, she, she looked young. She looked just like, uh, this young picture I saw of her when she was, you know, in her, uh, I think in her like early twenties and, you know, she told me, she was like, you're not on the path that you should be on. 
which was really shocking to me because I was like, uh, I'm having some success right now. <laughs> you know, I just, I just got knocked down off my high horse, you know, having, uh, big deals with, you know, uh, too big, uh, I don't know, uh, what do you call it? I want to say like corporations, but you know, networks, there we go. Networks, but two big networks and, you know, uh, shows that I was not only co-writing, but also created and was coming in as a executive producer. So yeah, I was, I was doing a lot. I mean, I was doing so good to the point where even Paramount studios, um, try to offer me a office. Um, and you know, I ended up turning that down because, I didn't want to be a studio producer or writer. I wanted to be independent still. So, and I'm glad, I'm glad I did do that though. You know, and cause you know, you gotta, you really gotta be wise when it comes to contracts and it don't matter if it's Hollywood contracts or business contracts, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta make sure that things don't take away like your freedom. And that's always been a big thing for me is, is making sure that I just have, you know, my my freedom, my freedom to to, you know, do the things that I want to do and not be tied into a you know particular contract for X amount of years, you know, and yeah, I, I like being independent. So. So I'm glad that happened. But going back to 2008. That's that's where I became a researcher and started to research um, things in the Bible. Uh, I always had questions about the Bible ever since I was like a little kid. I remember uh, asking my dad uh, when I was about eight years old and I asked him, I was like, you know, I don't understand why God has no goddesses. Like I'm like no goddesses around, just a bunch of beautiful male angels, but no females. Okay, <laughs> kind of weird for me, but um, you know where where is the where's the balance at? You know, like you mean there's like no feminine energy at all? I, I just thought that was just kind of weird, and and you know it was just things that I would read, you know, in the Old Testament and. I mean, just throughout the whole book, even the New Testament, I'm like, you know, like these men and this God does not like women. And I don't understand why it it was just really strange to me. Um, and it wasn't until I figured out who actually wrote the Bible and and, you know, it just made a lot of sense why it was a lot of women hate when you are having a book that's authorized by King James and. Yeah. So, you know, but that, that's a whole that's a whole other podcast within itself. Maybe I might do a whole podcast on King James and talking about him and the Bible and the first Bible that came out. But as of right now, it is about me. So. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, I, you know, became a researcher, started studying and that really opened up my eyes to a lot of things. And then, um, you know, really it was uh, 2012. So, you know, fast forwarding a few years going into 2012, 2012 was 
a very pivotal point for me when it came to my spiritual awakening, you know, um, even though like I was having somewhat of an awakening, you know, between 2008 and 2012, but it was 2012 that really uh, took it up a notch. Right. So, um, (laughs) so my producer who I was doing music with, Uh, That summer of 2012. Now, keep in mind, too, before I, you know, get into the summer of 2012, um, I was having this like intuitive knowing of needing to go and meditate. And I didn't know anything about meditation. I didn't I didn't even know where to even start it or even begin. Right. But I just kept feeling this pool of like, you need to meditate. You need to meditate. It was just coming out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, I'll figure out how to meditate or try to find like a meditation group. Right. So my producer sends me a YouTube video and it's a YouTube video from a group or organization that's known as Spirit Science. And they did this whole kind of like cartoon, um, yeah, kind of like a cartoon like documentary of uh, a book called uh, The Flower of Life. And they were talking about, I guess, like uh, key points within the flower of life. And one of the things that uh, came up that really had me really be like, oh, my gosh, like, why? Why does this sound so familiar uh, is when they were talking about like ancient Egypt. They were talking about this man um, who went by the name of uh, Akhenaten and then. They were talking about, uh, you know, star people from Sirius and Atlantis and Lumeria and, and just a whole bunch of things. And I'm watching this and listening to it. And it's just like this kind of knowing of understanding <laughs> what was being said in the video. And I have never learned or I didn't know anything at all. And so somehow I ended up coming across uh, Edgar Casey and this whole like, you know, he was known as like the the sleeping prophet. And um, I was like, OK, you know, let me check this guy out. But I think one of the things that uh, intrigued me about Edgar Casey was when he was talking about like, Atlantis and Lumeria, just talking about certain things that the video that I was looking at on YouTube was uh, talking about as well. So I was like, okay, this is some, you know, uh, confirmation on on what I'm looking at. And then, um, and then it was like November, (laughs) this was funny. So November 11 of, 2012. Okay. (laughs) It was when I had went to my first kind of like meetup group. 
um, I don't remember who told me it was, it was somebody, I don't know, someone that I knew at the time. Um, and they were like, you know, you should go and check out, uh, meetup and you'll be able to find a, you know, meditation class and stuff, um, on meetup. So I go to meetup and I come across a, uh, what was it? It was kind of like a reading slash like channeling kind of meetup. And they had mentioned, you know, that the style of this channeling was going to be kind of like Edgar Casey style. And I, you know, because I was already like learning things and researching a lot about Edgar Casey. And then I saw that I took it as a sign of like, okay, this is probably what I need to attend to since I'm already, you know, learning about Edgar Casey. So I go to it. I meet the, uh, the organizer and she was like, Hey, you know, we're going to be having, um, a meditation class starting on December 3rd and, you know, we'd love for you to attend. And I was like, Okay, perfect. I was like, yeah, you know, I was actually looking for a uh, meditation class to go to. So I was like, well, let me let me see if I'll be able to make it back in time, because at the time um, I was heading out to Vegas with my promoter at the time. And we were, you know, doing some networking stuff out that way. Um, and, and that's that's like a whole other story within itself. Um, Cause I had met uh, Sophia Stewart when I had went out there and that was, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you have never met Sophia Stewart, kind of give you a background. Sophia Stewart is the original creator of the Matrix and Terminator movies. And she wrote this manuscript called The Third Eye back in the 80s, which inspired uh, both of these two franchise movies. And, um, you know, if you've ever seen The Matrix and you know about the Oracle that's Sophia Stewart. Sophia Stewart is an oracle and uh she she's really in tune with the <laughs> with a lot of things. So I had met her, had a great I had like a, a four hour conversation with her. It was like on some deep stuff. Um and after I had that whole, you know, conversation with her and, and, and met her and everything uh up in Vegas, I had uh came back to California and um, it was, it was what? Yeah. December 3rd. And I went to this meditation class. And when I tell you that I had the wildest experience <laughs> with that class, uh, it, it really changed the course of my whole life. Um, it was, it was very, very profound. And I want to, I don't want to get into too much detail. Um, or else this will be a two hour long episode and this is way too much. So <laughs> I'm just going to fast forward a little bit, but yeah, that, that, that is when December 3rd is when my whole thing just really has been on this path. And, and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been amazing for me, honestly, you know, 
Um, there is, there is nothing I would, um, you know, take back from, you know, the experience that I had to not only just knowing myself, but also loving myself more, you know, because what I've learned is that because of me loving myself more, it has taught me how to love other people better. You get what I'm saying? Um, because of the self-love that I have for me. And then on top of that, it also shows me that, you know, I'm just not going to accept just everyone or anyone, you know, because if you're not able to show me love the way that I show myself love, then, you know, it, it, it ain't gonna, ain't gonna happen. You know, uh, I won't be around you, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I put things out so that I can receive it back. And, you know, a lot of people just don't have your best interests at heart, you know, and that was something else that I had learned and had to reshape and understand that, you know, not everybody has your, your best interests at heart. So, you know, you have to really, you know, know yourself and really be comfortable um, with yourself. So, you know, that's why the Egyptians always talked about knowing thyself. You know, that is very true. You have to really know thyself. So. But, yeah, so that, that's just um, a little brief uh, <laughs> story to how I, you know, gotten on, on this path. Um, and, and let me tell you something. It's, it's way more than that. But like I said, it will be like a two hour long podcast and I'm not going <laughs> to do that to y'all. So um, but anyway, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll move forward from that. At the core of my mission, I am the founder of House of the Rising Sun, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering people in their physical, mental, and societal struggles. Through methods of meditation, health courses, and spiritual guidance, with a holistic twist, we aim to boost self-worth and enhance every aspect of life. Our mission is to help women, children, and men everywhere find self-love and peace in their own inner power with the source. We offer classes in meditation, health, beauty, and spiritual guidance. At House of the Rising Sun, we believe that every human deserves a life of happiness and being comfortable within their sexuality and body. We believe our way of providing quality classes, workshops, and resources to humans is an indispensable component which will help address the way these deficiencies are addressed nationally and globally. You can find out more about my organization by going to hotsw333.org. Once again, it's H-O-T-S-W-333.org. So going back a little bit, we're going to go back to the year 2017. 
2017, I published my first book, The Book of Remembrance, following my second and third books, which were released in 2022, connecting people to their spiritual selves. Now, my upcoming work strives to empower and support individuals challenging belief systems on the path to enlightenment. Living by the words of Edgar Casey, dreams are today's answers to tomorrow's questions. I aspire to impact people of all ages and backgrounds, fostering harmony and peace. Join me as we embark on a journey of self-discovery and truth. As we explore the depths of your mind and soul, we unravel profound insights, weaving together ancient wisdom and modern understanding. Join me on this exploration where each episode offers thought-provoking discussions that inspire growth, connection, and a deeper understanding of life. That's all the time I have for today. I want to thank you for tuning into my podcast show. I hope you find this conversation helpful in understanding who Lucius Lyron is. Join me again next time. For more discussions on life, astrology, love, science, and spirituality with its connection to our daily lives. And remember to always live in power. <laughs>